Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Spilt Milk Podcast with His and Diz. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, I'm Diz in this equation. I am your two-time PMR champ, current reigning PMR champ, wow. and longtime commissioner. Wow. Uh, and I'm joined by, uh, well, His, I suppose, Jay That's His, right. but we're as minimalists, we're dropping the M and the J. Um, yes. And uh, at, well, as you know, His... You know, longtime bridesmaid, longtime enthusiast. That's right. Longtime uh, member, as long as you, but zero time champ. I'm like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. I, I well, that's true. A lot. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's good for me because I'm more of a, uh, I'm in it for the, the fun. I'm not a number cruncher. I uh, I pick a lot with my heart and it shows with that's the results. True. No, I think, <laughs> I think few people would accuse you of being a number cruncher, uh, you know, historically speaking. Um, but you know, I was mad when Dan Bellotto picked Amon Ross St. Brown. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> it's hard. It is true. It's, uh, well, you know, I guess we'll get to that a, a tiny bit anyway. But yeah, it's hard to, you know, you, you got to be, a, you got to be a little bit of heart, a little bit of number crunching. And obviously, everybody, you know, you're a very charming man. Uh, well, so you know, we're happy to have you. As our friend Horace, he used to call me yeah. uh, when I was doing local news and he said, Jock. You tell the sports. You you should know this. <laughs> but I tell you, telling the sports is yeah. he'd say. He didn't really say it like that. But no. He said something silly. He said, "Get uh, mom." It doesn't help. Jock. It doesn't help. Get mom. <laughs> get mom. <laughs> I get forgot. Get mom. Dad. Get dad. Oh man, we could tell. We could have a podcast called Horse Stories. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, I think as this unravels, or you know, ravels, whatever you want to say, I think we can have special guests at some point. I think that could be a lot of fun. Oh. Although with horse time zones are going to be tricky. I think live from Italy with a with a bowl full of pasta in front of them, I think it'd be nice. Woo, spicy! Uh, <laughs> all right, so we got a great show for you guys today. Uh, we, you know, we're going to get into this week by week. The plan is to do it week by week, or at least as much as we can. Uh, so thanks to Jock for making time to do this. Um, but we're going to start the show uh, by going through the draft. Uh, normally, this time of year, we award the Matt Millen uh, Award for Draft and Aptitude. We're going to do that live on the show today. Uh, well, I will be recorded for you, but live for Jock and I. Um, but we're going to go through that first. We're going to go team by team, take a look at your draft. We're going to rate your what we think is your best pick and worst pick. Uh, we'll talk a bit about whether this is a team we'd like to own or uh, whether we uh, would pr- prefer to uh, go somewhere else. So with that in mind, I think we're going to take a look first at Mark Aegis's, uh a Joint Chiefs of Stafford. Um, good name. Yeah, it is, it's a reasonably good name. I'll say we'll just leave it right there. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I can't remember if it's this league because I'm in another league with Mark. Yeah. He's got a team called it, – it's not this one because he's got Tua, I think, in the other league. It's Tua on one chili cheese fry. Ah, yes. Uh, now, and it's and I didn't tell him this because he texted me and I forgot to tell him. I right. forgot. I, I had a team called Two on One Chili Cheese Fry, as you know, you know famous. I, I do think, famous by yeah. Lafayette. Yeah, right. I and recall I, that actually. As you say but it. the fact that he got two in there still very creative. I, I, I think it's very it. creative, and you know what? I prefer it to be honest. Oh, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It's just a lot more fun, really. That we'll leave it there, but. Uh, I, I guess I'll throw to you first. Looking at this roster, looking at this lineup, what's the worst pick here for you? Oh, I mean, overall, um, I, I like. I think it's a solid, solid team here. I don't yeah. think there's anybody horrible. I'll point to Devin Singletary. Um, yeah. That's a late pick, sure for me, and because I'm an idiot. 
I'm always right. a Bill Slappy. I've had Singletary a few times. Now they got uh, who's that other guy? Moss. They don't. They're never going to have a feature back. Their feature back is going to be Josh Allen. I mean, right. he's going to be their leading rusher. But if no. your worst pick is somewhere f- that far down, right. um, I'm not too mad about it. You know, no, I, think, there. I think it's a good call. And, you know, I know you have personal beef with Singletary and Moss. <laughs> I think that came up in the, the live draft chat that we were doing at the time. You know, for me, I guess it's Austin Hooper just based on ADP. Um, you know, it's a, it's like 107 picks off the ADP for Austin Hooper who would be undrafted normally. But, I mean, I, I don't think Mark gave up much or missed much to, to wind up with Austin Hooper. So yeah. I agree though. It's not a, it's not a big miss. It's not a big penalty. Um, I guess you could pick at Antonio Brown on, on an off day or two, but uh, certainly he got off to a good start for this year. So there's not yeah. really much to complain about there mm-hmm. I, on the best pick side. Who, who, who jumps out to you as a, uh, you know, somebody you'd be excited to have just, just for where, where he's at and it'll be his number three running back. I think Mike Davis, what he showed in Carolina last year, yeah. um, filling in for McCaffrey, I think as a feature back, I think he could be really good. Um, you know, but Atlanta, what are they going to be? I don't know, right? And then you, you got Pitts right ahead of him there, and Pitts could be could end up being the new Kelsey. So, yeah. but I, but I think for for value for where it's at, because he got some solid. When you have a solid guy like Chubb, James Robinson. We don't know what uh, what crazy guy's going to do down there. What's his name? Urban. Um, right. So who knows? But I think they're two solid backs. When Mike Davis is your number three back, I, I think that's a solid pick there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And you know, I think um, yeah, there's that that one jumps out at me. I, I, Kyle Pitts is obviously kind of a potentially high payout too. Uh, you know, I, I think it's overall. Well, it pains me to say it because I'd like to, you know, have you know some sort of critique to offer Mark. It seems like a pretty tight draft overall, and I, and I agree. I think the Mike Davis one is probably the best mm-hmm. best value, at least to me. Um, and then I guess it comes down to you probably already covered. We already covered off on this. Is this, a, is this a team you'd be happy to be owning, or you know, would you be maybe second guessing yourself? No, yeah, because I, you know, when you talk about how much we have to value quarterbacks, um, on, which I hate, but. Stafford, I think, is set for a big year. So he he's got yeah. This is a team that's going to be a contender, you know, on paper right now. Yeah, but I agree. As, I, as I've looked at some of these other ones, yeah. For me too, coming into week one, I was trying to poke holes in it, and even looking and going like, okay, well, you know, where's is the wide receiver depth there? Um, but DK Metcalf, Antonio Brown, and Juju Smith Schuster is kind of hard to argue with. Um, you know. Beyond that, I don't know if there's any like blue chip, super upside guys that are on this roster, but I, I really can't, you can't knock it. I think it's overall pretty tight. So, yeah. you know, barring injuries, I agree. I think he's probably going to be a contender this year, or at least he's going to, he's going to make some noise for sure. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right. So the next guy on the board we're going to take a look at is uh mighty Mike Baskin, the holdout. Um, you know, yeah, this is. This is rough play here, right? Uh, I feel for Baskin because I know, I think as you informed me, and then I during the draft trying to look at my phone in addition to the many other screens that I put in front of myself, uh, power outage to deal with, um, well, tons going on with Mike. So, you know, it's a little tricky <laughs> as you think about yeah. being a little shady with him about some of these picks to know that occasionally it was auto-drafted, uh, that it wasn't necessarily all Mike. But... 
which was starting with the worst pick for you. What, what's the pick you don't like on the board here? I mean, it, it's again, and I, cause he was texting me. So he had no power. He was in his RV out in his, uh, you know, like uncle Eddie, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't, it's actually not bad. The only, the biggest problem though, right away is you had Zeke and then three receivers and Justin Jefferson to me, I think if I was going to put money on it, I think he'll be wide receiver one this year, just based on mm-hmm. what we saw in his rookie season. But the problem, the worst pick then becomes obviously Damian Harris, like New England, you know, if your number two running back is any New England running back is, is probably not going to be good. So right. that's, that's the biggest issue. And you can throw Higby in there too, because that's too high for a guy who's been unreliable as a tight end. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think that Higby, Higby's probably my worst pick there. I also think, you know, in the running for me, although it's not an ADP miss, it Tom Brady seems like kind of a luxury pick. Um, you know, I, I think, well, that that's worst pick. I, I, we can switch over to best pick because I think that plays into some of my thinking too. But who, who, any any picks in here, you're like, wow, it's a pretty good pick. Yeah, I, I already brought I think Jefferson's going to be yeah at least top five. I, yeah. I I don't think if you had got him in the second round, that's fine. Right. That's fine. So, and I think my pick looking at Baskin's roster for value, I think Sony Michelle, given his roster specific deficiencies, mm-hmm. is kind of a nice a nice pick for him because obviously it's no guarantee. But uh, Daryl Henderson in, in LA is, um, you know, he's had a chance before. He really couldn't run away with it. Obviously, they have some injury concerns at running back, so Sony Michelle's got an opportunity. And I think to be able to scoop him up in the ninth round, particularly after you go three straight wide receivers with Jefferson Robinson and uh, Tyler Lockett, and then, you know, Tom Brady. And, and it, like I said, that was probably my, one of my least favorites. Higby is probably my, my biggest uh, kind of one that I'd throw a little shade on, but um, Sony Michelle to me is that that's my favorite pick. I think that could end up paying out for him. Um, you know, but who knows? It's a, it's a, it's a, not probably the start that Mike wanted, but it's not a totally deficient roster. And there's probably, you know, opportunity to make some deals here or there if he needed to. Yeah. And with, you got like a, you know, he's going to have strong receivers, especially right. if Devonte Smith ends up being what he can be. So you could have some, some trade bait there. I, you know, it's not horrible. Right. It's not horrible. Now, I guess it takes us down to the last question of this uh, this particular segment. Do you want to own this team, or is this a team you'd, you'd prefer to I mean, I not be holding? I probably wouldn't. But yeah. when we get to mine, you'll see I wouldn't want mine either, so that's no <laughs> slight to Baskin. So, yeah, I, I no, I, no, not necessarily. Because right. um, the problem we have in this league, you know, if you don't have strong running backs, you're you're probably not going to have a chance. And, and, and Z, I, I think Zeke, as far as being a top five guy, I think he's done. I just do, you know, if, if the way their game with Tampa uh, is any indication, that's how a lot of games have gone. Right. Uh, He gets 11 carries 30 yards because they throw 50 times and they, you know, they stack the line of scrimmage. I I think we're going to start seeing Pollard, the backup there, end up getting a bigger chunk of stuff by the end of the season. So Zeke is a first round guy. Yeah. I mean, you have to do it. You have to do it, but that was pick three. That's actually probably the worst pick, but I think that was what, what auto pick had on on Yahoo for some sure. reason. So, yeah, that was. Yeah. I think that surprised us when we were in the draft, and I know that I think Zeke burnt you last year. I don't know if it was yeah. in PMR or in, in in the one hundred and one uh, James League, but uh, you know, personal history weighs in there too. And I guess I'll weigh in. 
this isn't a team I love. I, I don't think it's unsalvageable by any stretch, but you know, if I were going to look at it, teams that we're looking at and say, Oh, what I feel good about that team, this is one where I'd feel like there's some work to do. And uh, you know, I think Baskin's probably in that mindset too. Yeah. So sliding on down to uh, Mr. Mike bear, uh, team barrel, I believe it's team barrel. Uh, yeah. It's team barrel. He's my week one opponent, Mike incidentally, Mike yeah. Farrell. Yeah. So, you know, same format here. Uh, we'll start worst pick. W- w- any, anything jump off the board for you here that you don't particularly like? Um, you know, Denver running backs haven't been great. They just haven't for like, since what, uh, I, who, uh, who's the guy in the hall of fame? It's been a while, whoever the hell it is. The guy with a migraine in the Super Bowl. Terrell yeah. Davis, yeah. Terrell, uh. You know, so Javante Williams, he's a rookie. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they like him. I just, if if he, I mean, he's your three. Yeah. You know, Josh Jacobs, a two. I, I just, I don't know. I, I know. Nice. The, and then Robbie Anderson, that's one of those guys, like that guy's still in the league. Who is he? You know, I, I, that's, that's my analysis. But, yeah. and I don't, you know, I'm not going to kill him for those. But right. it would be one of those two for sure. I mean, for me, and it's, it's just more of a practice in terms of my own personal thinking on drafting, which, you know, don't give too much away. But going with a defense in the eighth round to me is just <laughs> that's, that's, right. I forgot. That's, <laughs> that's, that's ugly. Uh, now, that said, I mean, if I look across the roster, it's not a ton of places where I'm like, oh, that's terrible or this is bad. The, the defense to me, I, I mean, and I don't know how much he's paid the price for that. I, you know, so I don't know that it hurt him necessarily because I think his picks later in later rounds were pretty solid. And, um, you know, he's not leaving a ton of value on the, on the table, but for me, it's the 49ers in the eighth round is a, is a questionable decision. But other than that, I, you know, it's a pretty solid team. So, I mean, flipping back over to that positive side, who's, who do you like here? Who's your favorite I, player pick or favorite pick? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I can't just pick one, but, but what I will say is I, I like his top four um, altogether. Now I, I, you're the same as me. I don't like taking quarterbacks that high, but mm-hmm. sometimes the way it pans out, it's kind of like, well, what else am I going to do? So Russell Wilson, they keep saying, you know, all the, you know, it's time for him to take a downward kind of trend. And he yeah. hasn't done that. I don't think he's going to do that. So I don't see one that really jumps out. I, I see, I see solid, a lot of solid picks, though. And yeah. I like the upside. If I had to say, well, I like the upside of Henry Ruggs in, in Vegas there. Uh, Ruggs towards three. The end of the yeah. Draft. yeah. That was I mean, he's a guy. They like to sling it around. They got the uh, Chucky over there. They like, to, they like speed guys. Yeah. So I see that could be a high-value pick. Yeah, and for me, um, you know, it jumps out to me. And Ruggs was a guy I owned uh, off and on in multiple leagues last year, kind of just waiting for that full breakout to come and he's a pretty serviceable guy but his teammate josh jacobs i think for this roster and this progression of the draft i think he's got a lot of upside with josh jacobs i think he's a person that's probably getting more hate than is necessary in terms of people being concerned about him or getting the workload or getting the share but just looking at the progression of the draft for mike you know he goes christian mccaffrey he goes aj brown which is great getting waller in the third is nice And then he's got those back-to-back picks at 48 and 49, or he's picking back-to-back actually throughout the rounds here and then taking a a long seat. I think being able to have Josh Jacobs' RB2 is is kind of a big deal. Um, You look down further, 
uh, Javante Williams is his next. Like you said, you know, Denver run back, running backs being potentially shaky, although ADP wise, it's a pretty good pick. Um, I think locking up Josh Jacobs in the, in the fifth round, both in terms of overall value and then both in terms of specific to his roster seems like a pretty good, pretty good play to me. Yeah. The only thing with Jacobs, they brought in uh Kenyon Drake, who was a thousand yard guy last year. Now he's a yeah. complimentary, but, but I, you know, more and more the trend, how many teams are going to have two running backs worth having? And, and right. Drake, you know, I, that's where I'm not saying that's a bad pick there. I just, I worry about him a little bit. No, it makes sense. And of the two of them, uh, you know, my personal opinion, Josh Jacobs, the better of the two. Sure. Um, but like you said, you know, uh, it certainly does add some concern there. So uh, maybe an easy question. Is this a team you want to own? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think, I think they're solid. I think, um, you know, when you have McCaffrey, you have the chance to win. I mean, that no doubt right. about it. If, if you're, if the rest of your team's just solid. So, right. No. And I look at it. And, you know, when I we'll get to the Yahoo grades a little later, but I saw Yahoo grades and it was Mike Barrel sitting at the top like, what the hell? But uh, taking a close look at it as we're preparing to do this show here, um, you know, there's really not much not to like. Um, There's there's a lot of potential on this roster. Uh, You know, I think if Mike can continue to manage it, I mean, obviously the draft is just one part of the the season. Um, Definitely a competitor there. And not as he would suggest, uh, and or I should say, as he has suggested to me, not just because he had the first pick, but because it's just a, it's a pretty solidly constructed team, I think, through the rounds. Yeah. All right, we'll drop down to Mr. Mike Servi. I think his team names are generally <laughs> lacking creativity. I think he's just Team Servi. Is that right? Oh, Michael's Michael Servi's tip-top team. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's started to do that. I like that. Yeah, I don't mind it. You know, I like the PG team names, you know? Yeah family we're family well, now. well i mean my team name well we can get to that but my team too soft too hard it has a bit of innuendo right um yeah but that was that's your order at taco that's bell. my taco bell order and i think everyone should know that in the event that i'm semi-intoxicated at your house and you're going to make a taco bell run and you're like well what do you want that that you're not going to be wrong um so hopefully people would know so dropping into service team uh same deal Worst pick, anything jumps off of the board to you as uh, particularly egregious. I just think Clyde Edwards Alaire, if he's your if he's your RB one, I wouldn't want him as my RB one. You just the way not to say, you know, he was injured a lot of last year. Um his rookie year he looked really good. But they don't need a a a, a, a premier, you know, uh uh workhorse running back in Kansas City. That's just not their style so right you know I, if i took tigery kill first that's not who I, I don't know if mixon would is available there somebody like that. i don't know i don't know who is available there it's just for me no, and, oh, and pairing that with Montgomery, forget montgomery yeah i mean that's your rb2 i for, i'm sorry i missed that that's the I, he that guy that guy's the worst <laughs> ever <laughs> so he has to, uh. his running backs blow How's that? There That's you go. fair. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if it's fair, but it's it's certainly an opinion you've registered and is not invalid. <laughs> um, you know, it's I, what I'm really enjoying as we're talking about this, Jock, is like our perspectives are just super different. And I think it's it's interesting because I'm happy we're <laughs> able to talk it through together because I look at it and I'm like, man, Robert Tonyan and Ron Seven. I mean, Robert Tonyan's not a bad tight end, but to go – with him at seven, it's just a weird tier of tight ends that are 
kind of crapshoots. Um, and in this draft in particular, when we get to my team, I mean, I totally phoned it in on tight ends on this one. I, I, I missed the tier that I wanted and then was like, yeah. oh, what the hell? I'm going to roll the dice and we'll see what streaming looks like. But to me, I wouldn't have picked Tanya in there. I mean, ADP wise, it's not really a big reach, but uh, in terms of what I would expect in terms of production, not great. And then obviously going defense in the 10th round and going defense with Washington football team. Um, it seems like kind of a luxury pick to me, but you know, it's not like he didn't get fine value in other places. Um, you know, he, he did make some other good picks following that. So, you know, not, not a horrible team, not, not, not bad selections. So uh, that's my worst one. Who favorite pick on this board for you? Yeah, I think it's pretty easy. Uh, it's Herbert. He, he's got the potential to be the top quarterback. We saw what he did when he was a rookie. I, I know you don't like taking quarterbacks early, but sometimes the way it falls, you know, mm-hmm. you got him in the fifth round. That, that's, he, he, he could be a league winner. I think he was a league winner for people last year. Um, so that's it. I mean, yeah. Washington football team, that's the worst one. I'm, I love Servi. This team sucks. Okay? <laughs> I love Servi, Fred. Well, yeah. I'm not, not good a fan at fantasy of football, run, but not. my opinion is this team sucks. There you're you not, go. Well, I see, every other... time I look at it, I see more people I hate. Zach Moss. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Um, We've covered the Buffalo, Buffalo running backs. They have a special spot for hating. I heart. like Chase Claypool, but. Yeah. I don't know. Amari Cooper gets hurt a lot. This team's bad. If you're going to ask that, this team's bad. You you can skip me on that question. All right. Well, I will say (laughs) I'm going to combine in terms of favorite picks for me. I I think his wide receiver picks for the the rounds that he made them are pretty good. So Amari Cooper in the fourth round, pretty decent. Chase Claypool in round six. That sounds good to me. Um, So to to line up Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill rather, Chase Claypool and Amari Cooper, Seems reasonable. And then he's got some late round dart throws at wide receiver too, that could potentially pay out with uh, Darnell Mooney uh, and Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman Jr. So I think in terms of possible contributors and wide receiver, I kind of like the later round picks. Uh, And to me, that starts with uh, Amari Cooper and Chase Claypool, probably Amari Cooper of the two. So uh, I think we've covered off. This is not a team you want to own, right? No. And and let me say, there's a lot of guys on here, even your number one guy that he's got, he'll have like 60 points one week. Yeah. And then Tyreek Hill have three catches for 12 yards. The next Edwards, Alaire, same right. thing. Montgomery, that's his favorite thing to do. Amari right. Cooper's a pretty consistent guy. Claypool yeah. Or he has, he has, he has traditionally been. Yeah. With, yeah. Within, so, within that DAC offense anyway. I just don't like, there's not a lot of consistent 10, 15, 20 point a week guys on here. Yeah. I think that's a fair critique. And, and I, I would agree with, I wouldn't say that this is absolutely a team I wouldn't want to own. I, I don't know that it's the team I would pick for the reasons that you mentioned in terms of potentially some roller coaster. I, I think um, Justin Ebert too, I know you, you was a pick you like. I think as, as my QB1, I'd be a little anxious just because, you know, their head coach changes, their offensive philosophy changes, could be totally fine. Um, I know Ackler's a guy you have in, in this league and I have in, in, in James's league. Uh, it's a thing that weighed on my mind about, well, how, how much of a step backwards does that offense take or, yeah. or, you know, it could be the sky's the limit. So I just be a little uneasy. I don't know that I would have made exactly the same picks, but I don't hate this team either. Yeah. No, although, I mean... huh, although if it's got players you've been burnt by to this day, and if there was ever any doubt about Julie running her team. So Julie, Darren, my lovely bride uh, is a, is a, uh, 
one-time champion of the Puja Milk Reloaded team. Jeez. I think she won it the year after I did. Well, and if there was speculation, as as I have raised some concerns about the realness or existence of Nick Brazen as a real human, uh, I he could be Mark, but I don't think he is actually based on recent comments. Yeah, I've but, seen him a couple times. I've yeah, seen him. he's real. Yeah, Giacomo claims he's a real human. Um, <laughs> I, I, I suppose I will give them better from the doubt. There. <laughs> but yeah, jo- uh, my 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 darling bride Julie actively dislikes Philip Rivers because she owned him once and he was a roller coaster of like <laughs> crushing it one week and she'd bench him and then the next week he was on fire. Yeah. So you know, personal beef with players that that makes sense to me. Sure. Roll, rolling down to kind of the next team that we're going to take a look at. He's a quiet fella. Doesn't talk a lot, right? He, <laughs> he lets his play speak. And, and none other than Mikey Bagdoian. Um, take a quick look at Mikey's roster here. Jock, what do you what do you not like about mm. this? What's the pick that jumps out? To oh, we you get as, to say not a, like first. Like, yeah, yeah. That, oh, we have been saying not like. We've first. been saying, yeah, yeah. So for me here, you know, Mike Kazeki, I, I don't love having that as my te one. I mean, but where he picked a tight end, it's understandable. Right. And, and I say that that's my least favorite pick. But by saying that, I, I'm acknowledging that I think I, I like all his stuff ahead of that. So right. I, I mean, I, the the thing I would know in terms of picks I don't like, I mean, I think the pick that I don't like based on value and, and position, although it's not an ADP knock exactly, is Michael Thomas. And I just don't see it. I, I don't see him being the Michael Thomas, the brand name that maybe we know him to be. Um, so I mean, that's my my most nitty, nitpicky one in terms of guys I don't like necessarily, or I wouldn't ne- want to really own that player. But, you know, could be wrong there. Obviously, he's done it before. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the knock for me, too, is picking two defenses is always a it's a bugaboo for me. Yeah. It's more of a personal thing of just, you know, there's there's probably good players there available. Uh, maybe not when you're picking the Panthers, but, uh, you know, as a personal philosophy, it's just not a thing I would ever do. Um, I, I, as you know, in the other league, occasionally, I just don't even start a defense because of the way the scoring settings are. Um, right. They don't contribute that much. Um, so favorite picks, what jumps out to you on this roster that you like? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you mentioned Michael Thomas right after that, A.J. Dillon. So you got a guy, Michael Thomas, you know, bounce back, but it's a low ceiling there. What do we expect from him versus a guy like A.J. AJ Dillon? When he played uh, filling in for Aaron Jones last year, he was averaging about five yards a carry. He's a guy, as Aaron Jones, you know, gets a little longer in the tooth he's going to see some action. And it, and if, if Jones goes down that guy, he, he looks like the real deal. So I like that. I like that in that round. Yeah. I, I, overall, it's not a team I dislike. I think there's some reasonably good players on this roster. Um, I, I think you have to feel happy about having Calvin cook and Patrick Holmes, Patrick Mahomes rather. Um, you know, I'm not a big early quarterback kind of guy, but I, I think you have to feel nice about that as, you, as you'd be reviewing this team and think, all right, feeling pretty good. I think best pick for me, though, value-wise, round seven, Odell Beckham Jr. seems pretty good. Um, Got to have be happy to have him as what is wide receiver three here. So C.D. Lamb, D.J. Moore, who's a pretty good pick, too. And then pair that with Beckham Jr. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's risky, I guess, because he hasn't really done it lately, but um, you know, that could prove to be a very good pick. So, yeah, and this, I, I, this is a solid team I'd like to have. The biggest issue is, you know, okay, your RB1 obviously is going to be one of the best, barring injury. 
wide receiver, you got to kind of mix and match, you know, DJ Moore, CD lamb, but, but you can do that with receiver, right? You know, I don't love Henderson as your RB two, but he picked up Kareem Hunt, who we know who can have big weeks. So he's got it. This is not a set it and forget it kind of, kind of thing here. Most of them aren't. He's got to do some, uh, some mixing and matching, but he's got, he's got, um, some nice versatility, I think to do that. Yeah, I agree. And, and I mean, it helps to have the second pick, but there's some star power there too. There's some guys on this roster. I think will have big weeks, um, you know, but you know, barring the way it plays out and, uh, I'd shave one defense off and probably feel pretty good about it. <laughs> so not a team I would mind. And like I said, going into week one, if I'm looking at Mahomes and um, a healthy Dalvin cook, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about the team I've got. Um, rolling down then to the hypothetical real person, Nick Brazen. Uh, <laughs> worst pick on this roster to you, Jock. Whew, man. Worst pick. Cause I, I, I missed it. So, Gosh, is this, is this, what is this? I'll, I'll pipe no, up. You go you. First. I'm going to pipe first. up. I just don't like, I want nothing to do with Kenny Galladay. And, <laughs> you know, most of these I'm using numbers and I'm using math and not my heart, but it's not just because he's a former Lions player. It's because he's Johnny and hamstring hurts. Partly, I was trying to keep this PG and then I got excited about <laughs> Kenny Galladay. But, uh, you know, I think he had every reason to leave the Lions and that's great. I, I mean, eighth round, it's not like it's a bad value um, or, or, or not like unacceptably bad value in terms of ADP, but he's not a guy I would want on my team. Uh, and, and I've owned him a few years and, you know, maybe it'll be a different situation in, in, in New York, but don't like that quarterback situation. I don't like the player injury history and or just temperament. And I don't know that the situation is going to be any better for him in New York than it was in Detroit. So uh, Galladay is probably my easy pick of picks yeah. I would love. I figured out mine. It's it's Neam Hines. Like the Colts never had a regular, like a real running back for like 18 years. They finally got that Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. Who looks like he's a, this Neam Hines, like he catches a few passes. I, I don't, I, I hate guys like that. Like, like he's like Giovanni Bernard. He's like the new right. Giovanni Bernard. Like, you, everybody picks them, but there's never any use for them. You know, and I know it's late, so that's a little nitpicky. I, I'm not sure. a biggest, I'm not the biggest Chris Carson fan either, but as an RB two, I, I understand taking him there. So, yeah. no, and, and Naheem Hines, he got paid this week. They they just gave oh, him a big, a pretty so big, con- yeah, right. big contract, which surprised me because of Jonathan uh, Taylor Thomas. I mean, there's certain like Bernard, so he's a good football player, and he's obviously valuable to a team. Right. He's not a good fantasy football player, right. though. He's not, yeah. you know, because he gets ten points every four weeks. That's not. That's what Neam Hines, Neam Hines is, you know. So yeah, barring injury, uh, Naheem the Dream, I think is is tricky. Other thing jumps out to me is we're talking about. I know Baskin wanted to pick him maybe two spots before this, and then something happened. His phone froze, and he was texting me like, "I wanted Naheem Hines, but he was he was gone. He's so, better off." Yeah. <laughs> So picks you really like here. Any ones that you're like, wow, I love that pick. Yeah, I mean, um I I can't say well, let me let me look at I can't say just one that jumps out at me. I mean, I, I, I'm a big Baker Mayfield believer. Um Shame. you got Lamar Jackson. We Yeah. I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan too, because I love right. running quarterbacks and he's the best since Vic. But if Baker Mayfield is your number two, there they have such a good roster. 
and and you know they finally had a run in the playoffs last year. This could be the year where he's a really big fantasy play too. So I, I like I like his quarterback combo. Yeah, I don't think that's anything he's going to regret. Certainly, and with all the running back injuries, Lamar Jackson potentially his value gets to be more. I think is is uh, you know they're auditioning a lot of older guys in their backfield. I like the Chris Carson pick. Chris Carson, to me, I, I project, I'm thinking he's going to have a pretty solid year this year. I think it's kind of right on pace. I don't think he got like a great value where he got Chris Park Carson necessarily. Um, but he's a guy that like, it's tempting to root against, but is reasonably sturdy. Even in the, you know, he did this little thing that he does last year where it was, I'm hurt, I'm not hurt, I'm hurt, I'm not hurt. And then it was a game of, well, who do you want to own? DJ Dallas. I forget who the other guy, but at one point on one of those teams I held, I think like three Seattle running backs who were not Chris Carson. Um, but I think when he's playing and, he, and they're playing offense the way that they like to, they like to joke about how they're going to let Russ cook and they don't do that. Um, you know, he, he can be a really big fantasy contributor, but he's, there's nothing sexy about it. I, I tend to like those guys who are, there's really nothing sexy there, but they contribute. Yeah. No, and when Chase Edmonds is your third running back, right? You know, he he was really solid with Arizona. I forget. Is he technically the number one there? Or they kind of have a committee now. I can't remember. Anyway, that that's so, that's a solid running back core. Right. In those in those three, obviously with Henry starting it and out. And even so. even Naheem Hines is as your is he your rotation. Ro- that's a waste of pick. That's what? a waste of pick. You're as wrong. a ro- as a rotational player and potential flex, I don't know if I want to start him. But if he'll he never play on a spot team. start, <laughs> he'll never play. So Jaguars, this is this a team you want to own? Yeah. No, I like yeah. this team a lot. I, I you know we didn't even Mark Andrews is going to be a solid tight end because they. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I like this a lot. I, I, I glossed over Mark Andrews too, but I think in terms of value to get him in the fifth round, I think as our draft went, those tight ends disappeared a lot faster than I thought they would. So and good you got for him a couple to nab him there. You know, Jamar Chase could blow up. You got a couple right. of potential guys on there. Uh, Rieger even as a last pick, not bad. They got it, you know, not bad. So yeah, I like it. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take it. I'll trade. Nick, I'll trade your team for mine. That's right. Call me up. <laughs> We'll do a straight trade. Straight up. (laughs) All right. So we'll we'll shoot up the board then uh, to our top left. For those not looking at the sheet, you don't know what we're looking at, but we'll come back to me, uh, to to Diz as it is. It's funny that M Diz is a thing. You take the M off and I have no idea what it is. I'm Diz. Diz is it. We'll play the same game, Giacomo. What? Uh, well, yeah, obviously, I'm biased here. Well, first, uh, what let pick me, do you not like? Let me start with Mike Bear. Finally, conned me into his his league that he, he runs. Yeah, and I I think I was the fourth pick. I had to have been. And guess who my one and two were? Camara and Mixon. So hey, we're, we're you're on to something there. Yeah, he's liking but, that. Okay. Yeah, but for me, if I had to pick one, I mentioned him earlier. I think eventually Tony Pollard is going to take over in Dallas. I I believe it. I think Zeke, he's got a great physique because he wears the belly shirt. He's got good abs, (laughs) but all those nose rings. Yeah. He's going to do a Ricky Williams soon. You know what I'm saying? It seems plausible. Certainly. I I like that pick. Pick pick you don't like on this team here. Yeah. I mean, the one that jumps out, out of me right away is, is Brandon Ayuk. And, and like, I guess he's really talented. I think he was hurt last year. I'm just not going to believe into a, in, in, in a 49er receiver until Jerry Rice gets reborn. I mean, it just hasn't, 
Well, who's it been? I mean, T.O., obviously, but we just haven't seen it in so long. So, I, and that's just me. That's not any, you know, strategies. You know, mm-hmm. I have them in a league, too. You got to take them. Um, right. So, so, just not my favorite. No, that's reasonable. As I look at my own roster, I think my least favorite pick here, I, Ram, Ramahandre Stevenson is probably yeah. my least favorite. Um, you know, I think it was a weird Millen like draft for me in, in a section, you know, and it was a weird day you know, to make too many excuses, but having like a cold as we did it, normally I'm very pumped for the draft and I was just kind of dragging that day. <laughs> but at a certain point I looked up and I was like, I drafted like six, what is it? Six, five wide receivers in a row. So from, from round three to seven, boom, 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 boom. It was just wide receiver time for me. And like, and every time I felt good about it, I liked the value, I liked the potential upside. I felt like, okay, well, I have two strong running backs. I'll be able to work these guys in. Um, and, and then became where I was chasing a bit later. So I, I think Raham, Ramahandre Stevenson is probably <laughs> the one that I, as I look at, I'm like, ugh. maybe there was a tight end or something there that could have been a better choice for me. Um, the but, only thing I'll say to that, though, what I like is you got – Three guys there in Jamal Williams, Pollard, and Ramahandra Stevenson, who, barring some stuff happening, could end up being the top back on their team. More so than in other situations, especially with Jamal Williams, because we still don't know what DeAndre Swift really is. That's fully. true. You know what and I mean? If- so you, when you got two solid backs at the top, you, they're, they're two of the most solid in the league. You can build that that cachet of receivers right. and really stock it up because your receivers are sweet. I mean, that's scary. Terry, Robert Woods. Those are kind of woods is like a one, almost one, two scary. Terry. I, I like it. I like it. So I don't right, mind. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Picks you really like, I think you mentioned, you know, some that you've mirrored in other yeah. leagues. Maybe I'm assuming that's pick a pick you like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I, I like that one-two combination. When you're at pick four, when it comes around, if you can get a solid number two, that's 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 the way to do it. I mean, that's the, that's that's championship fantasy right there. But again, if I had to pick one a little more out of the box, there it is, Jamal Williams. We've seen what he did in Green Bay, um, and 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 the Lions are the Lions. Swift is a smaller kind of guy. Yeah. You know, Williams is going to be more of that guy who can pound the ball. So Swift hasn't been able to be healthy in his career. Right. So I think that's solid value there in round nine. When according to the internet, he may have murdered someone. I don't know. That, that was the, the story that was the floating around this week. So I hopefully he has yeah, not murdered see? anyone. That's uh, a good pick then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to really do the over under on the, did he murder anyone? Um, <laughs> so, you know, then the, the, the closing question, I mean, I guess that the only, I owe uh, what pick yeah. I like weird on my team. I think you like all of them. I, yeah, I'm happy to own Robert Woods though. I think, you know, maybe it's me being a little homerish on Stafford and wanting to see Stafford successful. Uh, but you know, I think Robert Woods was, he crushed it last year on in the places that I owned him. Uh, so I was happy to have the opportunity to pick him up. Uh, I was also excited to have Tannehill here at, at least chasing quarterback tiers. He was on a tier that I liked and, there's nothing sexy about the guy. I mean, I guess his wife is very attractive from what I recall, but uh, other than that, you that don't feel sexy. Yeah. You don't feel when you pick Ryan Tannehill, like this is the league winning guy, but I was happy to be able to get a quarterback in that tier. 
and then to be able to um, bookend with somebody who I thought has potential, like breakout potential, like Tua. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a long shot, but you know, I think the Dolphins are getting to be a smarter team and organization, and, and he's at least got a chance. Yeah, I mean, and there's rumors they want Deshaun, but he he got a lot of happy endings, uh, you know. So I think I don't know. Yeah, I think his fun is done as far mm-hmm. as playing football. Uh, right. That's my. But we'll see. He might <laughs> just be. I didn't murder anyone. No one is saying that. True. Just, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Hey, and what's his name? Uh, Patriots dude. He got a lot of happy ending uh, stuff right. going on, and he still owns a, a, a pretty we'll good uh, franchise. So, well, when you're a rich, <laughs> when you're a rich older white guy who knows a lot of people, just yeah. you know. You know, we won't, we won't go too far down that road, but it doesn't hurt to be uh, well no. anyway. Uh, so we'll move down to the next team. Work through this segment. This is probably going to be our longest segment, really. Um, yeah, that's fine. Because we're going line by Good. line. And it's post-draft. And, and who knows how this is going to go. We're at this point in the season. It is it is really one of those where you're like, man, yeah. I have no clue how this could play out. Uh, we're going to look at Brad Arsenal's team, uh, the Laurel Park Desert Rosas, which if you're taking a close look, originally I think it was Rosas sure. Raiders, which. Yeah, uh, oh, you changed it. Oh, that's good. You know, man, good job, Brad. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. He was the Desert Roses. Right. Because my sister had that, but it was a pink banana seat bike. Yeah, you guys would go try, right? now he, it, this is like, you know, um, like the Washington Bullets changed to the Washington Wizards. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like he just did a subtle. Well, that's not as subtle as yes. this. I, I got where you were going. Good no, I job, agree. Brad. I, I had to look at it twice. And, it, and honestly, it's a level of wit. Uh, not to say that I, I doubt Brad's wit, but word. it's a level of wordplay that I was surprised. It surprised me. I thought, well, that's awful clever, isn't it? I uh, like it. <laughs> he slid it in there. God, now, I got it. You know what? Next year, I'm going to call my team Lordy Lordy Jane is 40. Because I think when his mom <laughs> turned 40, yeah. I don't know if he bought that sign or somebody did. And I remember thinking like how old that is. And now yeah. we're all 40 or about 40. And it's like, shit. And I don't that's feel true. old. But anyway, that's another podcast. <laughs> the rabbit hole we can chase down. <laughs> so we'll jump into worst pick. I, yeah, I want to go ahead and bookend this with, you know, on one end, you got Baskin, who's got no power. Uh, he's trying to pick in the dark. He's trying to do it on his cell phone. <laughs> on the other end, you got uh, my flesh and blood, my cousin, uh, Brad. He shows up two hours early to the draft. Uh, <laughs> and he was yelling at Yahoo. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And proceeds to, to start drinking. And then, uh, I think, you know, for the for the people listening to this, uh, we're live chatting as the draft is happening and you know i think what you got to watch out for in fantasy football is friendly advice so we didn't offer any friendly advice i think we're just you know talking and and listening to some of the logic as brad's working through picks so i have a very strong feeling on the pick that i don't much care for on brad's board um <laughs> well he got he got lucky on one i'll save that for my good one yeah it's, big time. not his fault well certainly i should say it's, it wasn't yeah. his good fortune right or good drafting that he got no, this it pick, was you getting punched in the dick and him, God, him, com- him we'll, coming out uh so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm cutting go ahead. on this one because i'm hot about it logan yeah. thomas oh my god and i think as I recall, as we had the conversation, you're like, did you just pick Logan Thomas? Yeah. Uh, so as I recall, and I was thinking about it, it, getting ready for us to do this, Logan Thomas, I think, was a backup quarterback for the Lions at one point. 
Yeah, he was they, a backup. He was like a third string tight end, and then he did. He had a few good games, and I think that's how he sure kind of. But I'm surprised that's only 25 picks higher uh, than it should be. Right. I I have thought similarly. Yeah. In fact, um, wondering about why that why because that that's was like there. a guy if you're waiting to get a tight end and you pick him in like the 10th or 12th, it's like right. all right, that's that's going to be you know I'll probably. I'll try him out, and then if he's no good, I'll drop him for somebody else. But fifth, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's to that's me. Is, I mean, yeah, he's about forty. Like you said, the ninth round would be a reasonable amount. He's about forty picks, forty plus picks off for me. So I don't love the Logan Thomas pick. I, I can understand probably how Brad came to that conclusion. I think he just was kind of filling the filling the roster and saying, okay, I got a running back, I got a wide receiver, I got a tight, I got a quarterback. Now I guess I need a tight end. Logan Thomas is at the top of my board. But woof. Well, and so just to not, you know, I agree, but look what happens. Then his number two running back is now Raheem Mostert, who we know can have games where it's like 10 carries, 160 yards, three touchdowns, because he then he blows out his ACL and he's done. Right. So that's your number two guy. I'm not that that, that, that's the problem with picking Logan Thomas there. I don't know who else was available because I'm not mad at taking Murray. Um, Keenan Allen, Ridley, you know, but if your number two ends up being Raheem Mostert because you took a tight end, if, if you took Kittle or somebody like that, then I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, no, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm. I agree, and I think uh, you know he gets saved by a stroke of good luck. So I think switching to where I think you're going to go on the picks that picks that you like, or I mean, I think have already proven to be well <laughs> more and more valuable other- than where he picked them. Every other running back died on the Ravens, so Tyson right. Williams is the starter. Yeah, but but and so Brad didn't know that then. So but now so he's going to be okay um, with his RB two based on that at least to start. Now they've got uh, uh, Devontae Freeman in. They've got Numb Nuts, uh, you know the the Jets guy, Le'Veon Bell in. So who knows if Tyson Williams is you know not cutting it? They've got those guys waiting now. To Brad's credit, though, the pick before that I also really like. Levesky, Chavolt, whatever the hell his name is. He yeah. was great as a rookie, and now he's got Urban in there. And, and well, I read a few that that uh, Trevor Lawrence really likes him. So that's solid value there, um, I think, in, in 10 and 11. Yeah, and especially with, I think it's Etienne injured. Uh, is out, I think, yes. Yeah, I think yep. he's going to pick up some of that gadget work, too. So Chenault's, I agree that Chenault's a good pick. Um I think he was happy to I'm just looking, He has 1,800 receivers. One, two. There's quite a few. Three, four, five, six. Oh, he's got eight. I guess eight's the limit. I heard Corey Davis was named a team captain of the Jets, too. So that, that potentially bodes well for him. I mean, so it comes back to the wrap-up question here. Is this a team you want to own? Yeah. To, to be honest, it's not horrible. They're, they're right. You know, they've got a lot of potential, and a lot of it falls on how good does Tyson Williams end up being. You know what I mean? You're not going to lose because Logan Thomas is your tight end. You know, you might not end up, he might not end up being your tight end at the end of the year. You know, there was, I'm assuming there was somebody better to pick there at that point, but um, he got, he got lucky with the Tyson Williams, at least to start. And so, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I want to hate it because I I think this team, you know, looking forward, and this is in the running for the Millen award for me, um, you know, just looking from an ADP standpoint, from some of the positional grades that I had going with the defense in, in round 12 to me is not a great thing. Uh, but 
it's also not a team that when I look at that, like I hate, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's, it's yeah. could be a reasonably good team. Um, you'd wonder who, 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 who might've been there better than Mosert though uh, during that Logan Thomas pick. Cause it's, it's plausible that Logan Thomas would have been there at 65. Um, but, but we'll see. Uh, so it wouldn't be one of the first teams I'd want, but no. I wouldn't feel like my season's over either. It's no Barchi team, but we're not there yeah. yet. <laughs> right. Well, and this time, though, I mean, I think maybe his saving grace, at least from hitting hitting the radar in terms of uh, the Millen Award, is that he he's just candidly admitted that he auto-drafted the team. That he, has, he has played no part in the selection of these players. That's weird. I don't – but, it's like, how do they uh, – well, we'll talk about that when we get Yeah. There. Yeah. All right, so now we're going down to Danny Boom Boom Bellato. He was the champ last year. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and pretty perennial contender. I remember his first year in the league, he had a, a real rough go, um, but has, has been pretty solid ever since then. So starting with picks you don't like here, I think you mentioned Amaran St. Yeah. Brown. Is that is that where you're at? Where, where, no, no, where, that's actually a great like? I mean, he's, Likes he's this pick. He's gonna be the lion slot guy. He's good. I don't right right off the bat, and we'll t- just overall his his first five picks are, I think are fantastic. But then he Miles Gaskin. I mean, I I don't I I don't like any until they bring back Ricky Williams. That's another. I just got a certain things. I don't like Miami running backs, especially my. I don't know my. What did he have like three good games? Is he the starter? Who knows what goes on there? Right. It's too much for me to read. Once it's too much for me to read. So there's this guy's here, practice squad. I don't like Miles Gaskin. I'm not I don't want anything to do with them. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I think it's reasonable. I mean, I, I agree, and I think I have to caveat with saying like there's nothing here I, I think is bad. And and Miles Gaskin, the things you said are right. I mean, certainly they're they seem hesitant, at least publicly, to say he's their their main guy and they're bringing in competition for him. And uh, when Malcolm Brown came over from the Rams, it's probably going to steal some work from him too. So, but the one of which that where I'm like, I just don't want anything to do with this backfield is Ronald Jones. Um, so yeah. Gaskin, Gaskin's projecting to be his RB three, which isn't, isn't terrible. I mean, I guess maybe right. he's probably not going to start three wide receivers given that his third is Jarvis Landry. Um, so he's probably going to need a reasonably good RB three week to week here to, to be able to plug in. Um, Gaskin could be that, but Ronald Jones, I mean, just how many running backs and how many skill position players can, can yeah, thrive uh, in Tampa can. week to week? I, I don't know that there was a ton of better options at round seven. Not usable, so, but, you yeah. know, with one of those two picks, I mean, Cooper Cup and Thielen, you know, how much does Thielen have left in the tank? I, I, I'm sure there was better receivers there uh, for one of those two picks. So, yeah. So, I mean, and then team picks you really like here. We'll switch to what, what well, we I, like you know, this team. I, I, I just what the top three there that's set up because this is what I, you know, you've got Jonathan Taylor who's a stud. I, you know, any anybody that Pittsburgh drafts and says that's their number one running back, he's a stud. I don't care. He's going to be a stud for at least a couple of years. And then to pair that with Josh Allen, who you kind of get two players with because right. he's going he's got a chance to give you a minimum fifty, sometimes a hundred yards rushing yes. on top of his passing. I really like that setup there. No, so he's I straight mean, up. Yeah. Stud for me last year. Part of the re- part of the reason I made it to the as far as I did and ended up winning in Puja Milk was was riding on Josh Allen, and then I also had the good fortune of getting James Robinson right before the season started, which offset my uh, Barkley 
being out for the year. So I'd like to pick, I think the one that jumps out to me is most interesting from a value standpoint. I think uh, Curtis Samuel in round 11 is very interesting to me. Um, The guy's, you know, he's kind of a undervalued player. I think somebody picked drop Curtis Samuel at the end of last year and I wound up scooping him up, but to be able to get him in round 11, um, I think that's that's pretty good. And particularly with his roster, I've been mean, picking at Jarvis Jarvis Landry as wide receiver three. Um, you know, we could see Curtis Samuel surge and, and give him give him what he needs. So I'm around St. Brown, like you said, too. I, with St. Brown, I, I, I with the and you know the closeness we have with the Lions, I'm really feeling like this is Terrell Williams. They him not playing at all to me is an indication that he's their he's their number one. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they I mean, know they have him saying, on the depth yeah. chart. They have him that way. But I feel even more that way when you don't see the guy. Like if they're just like he's he, he doesn't need to play. Uh, that that's and he's not seriously injured. So you know, obviously, getting somebody in the fifteenth round means that there's some reasons to question, but. You know, jumping ahead, this is a team I wouldn't mind owning. Um, you know, I'd be looking at, as you mentioned, you know, what can you do to upgrade at running back? Maybe what can you do to upgrade at tight end? But there's there's nothing really to complain about here. No, and like you know, if you need upgrades, that I like. That's why I like Trevor Lawrence. Like he's could be this year's Herbert. If yeah. you've got Josh Allen, somebody needs a quarterback. You could get a lot for based on what we've seen and heard. What's going on with Jacksonville? I think Lawrence is going to be really solid. He's got a chance to be top ten. So, yeah, I like this team a lot. I think it's a, uh, you know, he'll be he'll be singing along with our favorite St. Edith um, chorus band in praise. That's our <laughs> we jam out to them a lot, Dan and I, over at St. Edith. So, all right, he'll, he'll be in praise of this team. I I like it. <laughs> all right, so popping down, Jock, we're going to take a look at your team. Uh, who do we like? Who do we don't like? Uh, you know, obviously, I think it's it's some bias in terms of who we're not going to like, and and I think ADP wise, Gus Gus Edwards was a reach in round three. Um, yeah, but they didn't adjust it based on what happened. I'm sorry, they did. Yeah, they you're right. You're right. No, I'm sorry. Pardon me. J.K. Dobbins was still he had his thumb on the scale for ADP, but I think he was, yeah, yeah. I think it no, just you know it it is what it is to say. Uh, obviously that I think proves to be the worst pick by no fault of your own, uh, yeah. just due to, and Tyson Williams, we're talking with, with, with Brad. I mean, if you're him, I don't, do you just start preemptively wearing a knee brace? Like just waiting for your <laughs> knee to just explode? Yeah. Cause that's, uh, it's three, it's Gus Edwards, Justice Hill and JK Dobbins. All yeah, three, all three. Out for the year. and they lost yeah. a, and a cornerback. Yeah. They started the I same, know. like it's... a play after, and they decided just to stop practice. And so I, I don't... like the Ravens. I like there's that style of play running like yeah. 70% of the time, the quarterback, right. So it sucks. Yeah. I presume that they're just, like practicing on a greased bowling alley is what they, they, that that's how you can rack up that many injuries. Uh, so that's the pick we don't like. What pick? Uh, because it's your team, I guess I'll pick the the pick that I do you know think is a pretty solid one. Um, the twelve thirteen. I mean, I think uh, it's kind of a boring one. I just say I was going to say Kelsey. I think Kelsey is a great pick. I, I, I just think to be able to get the top of any tier positional tier where it's not in question, barring injury, I think he'll, he'll be very productive. Um, you know, and I'm biased cause I have a similar 
stack in, in our other league together. So I guess I'll say Kelsey. It's kind of an easy one. Um, could go further down the board. Marvin Jones obviously has potential to um, Jacoby Myers. Same. Uh, you know, there's, there's some, de- well, no. Okay. I, the, the, the guy who, the person in me who likes to find like the gold in the, in the trash, right. Is uh, Trey Lance. So for round 13, getting Trey Lance, I think is pretty solid. Um, yeah. And then you, you might need it with Jalen Hurts. I don't know why I'm just not a believer in Jalen Hurts. It's not the worst pick. It's certainly well, all the, all the, all the metrics would say that's good. He just wouldn't be a player I'd want as my QB one. Yeah. The reason I, and I was between him and Tannehill at that point and you ended up, I, I, I just, you know, I wasn't, I'm never sold on my running backs and just with the way football is now, you get these guys who have a chance to get a hundred yards from the quarterback position and that's Jalen Hurts. So that's why I took him over Tannehill. And in hindsight, I'm kind of glad I did because I'm going to be fighting for a RB2 the whole year unless Trey Sermon pops as I, the way I drafted him, I'm thinking he he could. Right. Um, but, I, you know, my favorite pick out of this, though, is really Tyler Boyd from what I've heard and read. Burrow really likes him. I know they got T. Higgins there, too, but I think they're going to be swinging it around in Cincinnati and, and, and Boyd's. Boyd's a big part of that. And I think he's more of a, I think he'll end up being more of a three, four wide receiver value as far as rounds by the time the season's done. So, so I guess this, this is, this is a fun question to ask in terms of bias. This is a question you want, this is a team you want to own Jock? No, I wouldn't. No, this, <laughs> I wouldn't pick this team. You don't want Ty, to see Ty Johnson's the word. I already dropped Ty Johnson. I got, um, uh, Eckler's uh, backup, I think. Oh I think yeah, Justin Jackson. Six. Yeah, who I who, mean, I who I erroneously referred to as Justin Jefferson in a recent text. You know, but no, but the only silver lining is, and I got another rookie running back, Carter uh, Sermon. If Trey, like, you know, I, I always like to pick two or three guys that yeah. we don't know what's going to happen, and if they explode, you got a chance to to win it all. But that, other than that, I don't think I because I don't trust Eckler. But when you pick twelve. You know that was I don't trust him because we know he's had issues. I was banking on Gus Edwards being a being a boss because when he's played, he's averaging like five and a half yards a carry, and now he's going to have a chance to be the man. But you know, wasn't meant to be. So and Mike and Mike Mike Evans is a wide receiver one. That's that sucks. That sucks. You yeah, never it's know. A little, it's a little shaky. I mean, we got to get through the get through the week. But Deontay Johnson could be a wide receiver one. I mean, I think him. I this like, is yeah. This is a team that, you know, for me, I'm not like on fire for. I think there's other teams that you could you could want more. But I think picking in that 12-13 spot, I mean, to get the players you've got, I think Austin Eckler probably isn't projecting to, to struggle for too long if he does at all. I think he was back on practice for, back at practice Friday. Uh, so, I mean, it's a pretty serviceable team. It's, is it my favorite team? No. But, um, you know, when you're picking at the back of the first round, I think the the easy to be excited about players tend to elude you, but I think sure. the guys that you have stacked there, I think the positions that you have strong players uh, are there, and you know I think maybe a couple good uh, waiver claims away from having having some pretty pretty stable team, but yes. um, you know obviously when you lose your third overall pick, I think everyone's going to have a little bit of buyer's remorse. Tough, yeah. I I took a flyer on him, and uh, you know. All right, so on that, we're going to take another quick break. Tell me a submarine. There's no substitute, just no substitute for Tubby submarine.
there you go. Well, we'll slide down now. I yeah. think we're getting we're getting close to to, to wrapping here. Uh, in last but not least, although I, you know, I think he would expect certainly for me to tear well, this team down. Balls. This is yeah, this is uh, Mr. James Aegis, more the perennial, more money, more problems. Um, yeah, I, I guess Jock, I'll, I'll kick it to you. To picks you don't like here. Oh boy, <sighs> right off the bat. Portland Sutton. I see the name. Denver receiver. What is that? I don't know. Seventh. That's that guy. There's. They're not going to be good. They're, Denver receiver. Brandon Marshall was the last good one they had. That's it. They're not going to be. Who's their quarterback? I don't. It's, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is their there. Guy. You go. That's another Denver receivers. Miami running backs. There's some other ones. I'm done with them. I'm done with them until further notice. So I don't like it. JD McKissick. Why is that guy still around? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think fix it. I don't like. I mean, Barkley burnt me. Um, but if you're picking eleven and you're and you're getting Barkley, that's not bad. Um, the ones that I would say I, I don't like, although it, it's it's late enough that doesn't totally matter, is James Connor and Leonard Fournette. Um, rounds apart, eight and nine, but both of them to me are just like at that stage and at their position. Kind of unnecessary. They have a chance to be something, I guess. Um, but, you know, Fournette and Tampa's got a ton of competition. The same with James Conner in Arizona. Um, n- not my favorite picks, but they're not horrible picks. I mean, it's Well, not but here's like, the thing. But name the Pittsburgh running back who left and did good somewhere else. Name him. Le'Veon Bell, dead, died. He's gone. Yeah, right. He's gone from – You know what I mean? They don't – they don't. They chew them up and spit them out. They give them three, four years. Thank you for coming. That's it. Arizona, James Conner, nah. They, they got Kyler Murray. They're flying around the field. James, yeah, this, team's, James this team's awful. Send me hate mail. <laughs> send, <laughs> send me hate mail. It's hard to love Miles Sanders too, but I, he's. A, I mean, James has a very running back heavy team here. Um, you know, like it, it, he's got a lot of earlier picks in running back. He's got some stable picks uh, at running back, so I, you know I don't know. But between Saquon, Antonio Gibson, and Miles Sanders, obviously there's some reason with two of those guys to think injuries could be possible. Uh, but they're not bad picks. Uh, He's got least. four running backs who are wasted picks: Connor, Fournette, McKissick, and Booker. They're 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 all going to be wait. He's going to have other people. I'll disagree and say his best pick, though, is Saquon Barkley. Because if you get him 11, he still does have potential to be the, the yeah, RB1 sure. at the end of the year. So I, I picked him six in another league because I was like, you know what? Yep. I don't. I don't. No, I agree with you. And the guy's a, he's a freak, and he has a, yeah. he's, he's shown that he can recover from injuries and, and play. Right. So um, I, I, I like that pick there. I, yeah, I like I, when you're 11 and you get him. I think that's – that's. I don't the, mind it either. For me personally, it was more of a thing of, uh, I don't know, do I want do I want to own that player? Um, so picks you really like on the, the board here for James. Yeah, no, it's it's Barkley number one because of where he got him at. I mean, that's that's the main one. Um, I, I – I think Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round too. I think everybody wants him to be done. I don't think he's done. If he was right. done, he would have. He'd be hosting Jeopardy. There's you know the narrative I mean? of uh, angry Aaron Rodgers too. I mean, like, yeah, I think he's going to come out and, and just be going crazy. As far as I know, Devontae Adams is still around, so he's he he's got Devontae Adams and nobody else every year, and he wins MVPs and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 him in the fifth round. 
for how quarterbacks are drafted is is a good pick. Well, and I look at the board here too, and I wait, I was going to contest one of the things you'd offered earlier, which is just uh, uh you know like Teddy Bridgewater, I think can sustain wide receivers. He did it in Carolina. Uh, I mean, being able to, I don't know how great a quarterback he is really, but as a guy who can throw the ball to people you need to score points, he can do it. Uh, so Sutton's not a bad pick. I think the pick I like in terms of high value is uh, Marquez Callaway. So James scoops him up yeah. late, um, especially with Jameis and wanting to, you know, what there's a lot of things James Winston isn't great at. He's definitely good at throwing a deep ball um, and seems like he's got some good chemistry with him too. Hollywood Brown. I mean, there's some, there's some people who could come up big for James. And then I think, you know, when you look at the top of the board, the names that are there are all pretty good. I know Kittle burnt you, but he, he presumably will be pretty good. Um, you know, the the wide receivers, having T. Higgins be your wide receiver one is a little a little shaky. Um, but, it, you know, who knows? He, he did his best, I think, to get high-value pickups later who have the potential to be, you know, make up for maybe those misses. I, I, for me, I mean, I'd rather see, I think, maybe a bigger name where you got James Conner or Fournette. Um, you know, that I think if that if there's a weak spot on this team, it's wide receiver, mm-hmm. uh, at least coming out of the gate with everything being equal. But, if, you know, jump ahead. It's a team I'd be happy to own. I'd be feeling pretty good about heading into the season. If I'm James, you know, looking at that waiver wire, trying to attack wide receiver or maybe in a trade. Um, but he's got to be feeling pretty good about it, yeah, especially, I agree. especially it's, picking it's- at 11th. He James knows he's good. He wins like seventy five percent of the time. So I, what am I going to yeah. say, right? If wide receiver uh, is your weakest position, right. well, that's the easiest to find guys to pick up. So that's where you should want it to be. Yeah, I didn't mention if you're if your RB three is Miles Sanders, that's a good RB three to have. And that's yeah, how I, James. That's how James always picks. He's always going to be heavy on running backs, and he's smart to do that because they're the hardest to find. So yeah. I like Joe Burrow too, as a, as a bookend in case Aaron Rodgers is somehow not yeah. panning out or something, yep. you know, they, they gets an injury or something and he's not motivated to come back quickly. Uh, Burrow's not a bad second option. And I think he's going to have a bounce back year too. I, I, mean, I think the only thing it says, I mean, I hope that Amy has another baby soon. I think, <laughs> I think the history is proven when you have a new child, yeah. Generally, that's not going to be your best fantasy year. Um, <laughs> so get at it, guys. Uh, get you know, at, get going. Sooner the fuck better. You, I mean, if fuck you could you be, de- fuck, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> if you could be delivering, Amy, if you if you're listening, if you could deliver a baby, uh, I don't know how if there's accelerated growth that could happen. If like around October ish, if you could just there pop a kid yeah. out, and that kid should not sleep ever. Uh, I think you get a you get what an edible arrangement maybe from the league. We would we would all enjoy yeah. that very much. Um, so dropping down to James Barchi, Captain Auto Draft. Uh, pres- yeah, Jock. I think I presume maybe I cut you off. Is this a team you want? I think we covered off on that. James, one. yeah, no, that'd be a solid yeah. team to have. Solid team to have. Yeah, looking absolutely. at Bar- looking at Barchi. What don't we like here? Oh my God! Whew. Yeah, I mean, listen. There's, if pre- you there's thought predictable that, if you, picks. I don't like. You, if you thought the Los Angeles Rams at pick eight was bad, talk yeah. about Justin Tucker at pick nine. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, hey, he's really good. Right. Got, so you got, the be, you got the best kicker. It's true. I he don't also know. Got the, he also got the best defense. I mean, and and this was auto pick. I don't think. Oops. How could this have been auto pick and they picked three receivers in a row? That's what I don't understand. They wouldn't do that. The well, he, auto pick. He, he claims that it was auto pick. They don't do that. They don't. They'll 
they don't do that. I just don't think. Uh, maybe I don't know, but I don't like, know. You know, Jagmo, I'm not. I'm not running things at Yahoo. Speaking of but, which, I mean, can you say like zero RB strategy? Maybe he set that up. I don't know. You know, That's we close. might as well just say the best pick on here. I'll just go and then you can do your is TJ Hawkinson. I think I, if I bet money, I think he's going to yeah. be tight end one in the entire league. Oh. I think I think golf golf doesn't have a strong arm, um, so he's going to be. You know, your tight end can go all over the field, obviously. He's going to be checking down to him, you know, running little 10-yard posts, whatever it is. Right. He's going to be throwing it to Hawk. Big Hawk all year long, and Hawk's going to do some damage. So that's the best pick. Yeah, I, I think Hawk's a, is an excellent pick and good value. Swift is also, I think, a pretty good pick in where he got him. I don't love, though, that that's his RB1. Right. Uh, yeah, I would I would not be super stoked about having DeAndre Swift as my RB one, um, you know, and RB two is Melvin Gordon. I, I think it's easy to pick on the running back depth here, and and also in the same way, I mean, auto draft or not, if you if you're if you're Melvin Gordon's your RB two at this point, the idea that you're going to pick defense and kicker next is pretty rough, and then to tend to round that out with your second tight end. Not that Dallas Goddard's a bad tight end. And in fact, you know, if this is auto draft, it definitely hosed me because he took a second tight end where I would have been, <laughs> I would have been, one, yeah. yeah, I would have been happy to scoop Dallas Goddard up in the 10th round. Sure. So it's not a bad pick. Um, obviously picking kicker and defense, are, I hate. Um, I think Hawk's a good pick, like you said. Well, and, I, I, and then there's the easy ones. Like he didn't F up with the picks he had at nine and 16. So going with Adams and Diggs, I think are, are good picks, uh, whether he made them or not. And then obviously Dak is, is not, not terrible either, but I, you know, it, well, and he's got two defenses also, which is generally a bugaboo for me. Yeah. Um, he's know, got the best, you know, for three receivers, he's got the best of anybody in the league. If you want to stack up right. three receivers, right. he's got the best stack. But he's got four dead guys for running back. That's David right. Johnson, Philip Lindsay, <laughs> four, uh, four dead guys. Melvin That's, Gordon. I'm loving that. Or, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe three, you can three start dead guys. a defense as a running back in Yahoo. I don't know. I'll have to look yeah, no. I mean, those are wasted. But David, the Houston running backs aren't going to do anything this year. They're done. They're not going to do a thing. No doubt about that. And Melvin Gordon's been dead for like three years. He's done. He's still on Denver. I. Yeah. He's. You know, it's no one, funny. Uh, yeah, there's not many people projecting Melvin Gordon to hang on to that starting job for very long. Uh, there was a they the, traded read, up, they traded up to get that young guy, and, and and all indications are they're pretty eager to get him. The ball. You know, I read something three years ago, 2018, the top five running backs, and and a couple of them were David Johnson, uh, Melvin Gordon, and I forget the other ones, but they're, they're now no longer the top five. Le'Veon Bell, and I so. That's how fast running backs change, and and I think this year Zeke is the one who not who drops off that list. I just believe it is. I mean, it's just time. You know, that's the hardest position. Well, quarterback's the hardest position, but I'm saying as far as fantasy relevance and keeping it, oh, yeah, that's the fantasy position. game running back is a is a position of scarcity, and it is a position where you know injuries pile up. Right. It's also you know you got to consider too. I, I think Puja Milk is a is a and this isn't just to pat myself on the back. I think it's a tough league to win. Uh, it's it's hard. I think most of the people competing and playing in our league are pretty smart uh, about how they make waiver claims, about how they make trades. So it's not a place where it's super easy to dig yourself out of a hole. You can yes. get lucky, 
Um, but yeah, it's tricky to tricky to have kind of low running back depth. So I think to wrap up, this is our last team of the 12 we're reviewing. It's probably going to be the longest po- podcast. Oh yeah. Um, just a team you want, John? Uh, no, no, I don't want this one in Serbies. I love you guys. I love Bart Barchi. I had an issue with my Chevy Traverse, him and his lovely wife, Lisa, because they work at GM are trying to help me out with it. Thank you. But your fantasy team sucks. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, it's rough for me. I, I think it's not to say there's not some things you could you could do. You could that he's got some players he could deal. Uh, if he wants to talk to me about Dallas Goddard, maybe we can get something going. But, um, but I'm going to tell you something. If he ever, if somehow he gets enough, if Swift is good, right. and somehow he scrounges up another running back who's you know RB one, RB two territory. Right. You combine that with Dak Hawk and his receivers. Forget about it. He's he's yeah. then he's he's literally one player away from being the best team if everything works out perfect. So this is this is really interesting. He's the shittiest uh, or one of the shittiest right now. Potential yeah. to be the best with one really good player. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and some luck. Obviously, injuries are part of the game, and you know depth is part of it. So because I, I, I mean I love D- Dak was on pace for six thousand yards right. after five games last season, and and it looks like he's well on his way again this year after what we saw Thursday. So no, I totally agree. And, and I would say at positions where depth matters, like running back, he's very shallow. Yeah. Um, wide receiver depth, like you said. He doesn't have much of that either. I mean, he's only what is he? How many wide receivers? He's he only got, got four. He picked it. He picked a guy. Beasley's not even going to play, right? Because he hate because he likes COVID. You know that. Well, whole to thing. me, I mean, to me, the knock is depth. Obviously, he's got defensive depth, which is not all that valuable. Um, but but that that's the main <laughs> issue here defense. for me. And that, I, I guess I would pass on the team. But like, I, I, I it's not a team I want to own. But at the same time, I don't think it's a team that can't compete. Yeah. I think there's going to be some big weeks for Barchi this year. And then, I, I mean, honestly, if he did, in fact, auto-draft this, I think it drafted better than, than he's done. Um, so, <laughs> so, so in that way, it's an improvement. So there you go. We're wrapping this segment up. We're going to pause uh, well, just for a couple quick commercial messages for you guys, uh, and, and we'll get back. For the best of everything, let's go, Crowberry. You can always count on us. Let's go Krogering, Krogering, Krogering. Let's go Krogering. You can always count on us. Let's go Krogering. Count on us for everything, including the price. For the best of everything, let's go Krogering. You can always count on us. All right, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed uh, a little trip down memory lane with some commercials. Uh, now we're going to get to, I think, the most anticipated part of the segment, the Matt Millen Award for <laughs> Draft Ineptitude, uh, the presentation. So as the commissioner, uh, generally, this is a thing, you know, that I take on myself to award based on uh, the data available to me and the uh, player evaluations that I've done. Uh, and most of the time, I'm not wrong. I gave it to Servi once and he managed to win. So it's possible. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. I would say it's, it was a tough, tough season for me, from my point of view. Um, you know, there was, there was three people in the running. I would say that uh, Baskin definitely had some struggles in this draft and there was some misses. <laughs> and I think it's kind of a shaky team, but it's not, uh, not horrible. It's not miles worse than a bunch of other people. Um, 
Brad and uh, as it was unfolding. And then as I looked at ADP and then some of the other rankings that I use, not great, but I think that Tyson Williams kind of stroke of luck makes me feel a little like, okay, maybe then it's not Brad. Um, you know, but as we talk it through, I think, I think it's safest and I think it's a streak. I think this may be year three. <laughs> uh, we're going to, I'm going to award the Matt Millen award for draft and aptitude to Mr. James Barchi yet again. Yeah. Um, Giacomo's clapping. Uh, I believe in agreement. Um, Jock, what do you think? How's that? Hit I you? mean, I, I, I probably lean towards Sturvey, but that's just because I have certain guys that I really hate. And he has the most of them. I hate Montgomery. I hate Zach Moss. I hate Tevin Coleman. Right. Tevin Coleman. The, 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 he picked four more guys after that. I hate the Bears. I hate Ohio State. I hate that Justin Fields didn't get picked by the Lions, and he's got Justin Fields because I think Justin Fields is going to be really good. So that's more a personal stuff, not towards Serbia. I love him. Right. He's, he's my favorite. Um, but – yeah, you could go for me. You could go with either him or Barchi. But again, Barchi's sneaky here because he's got three really good receivers, right. probably, and he's one really good running back from being a really good team. So that's how interesting it could get. So this this one could come back to bite you. It could. Yeah, and it's interesting too. When you think about like if you just look at ADP, which is when I first started kind of handing out this uh, honor um, with air quotes around it. Um, you know, I was going purely off ADP. I think that was the year their survey got penalized probably the most. And defenses really drag that down. When, when you pick a defense early, it can make it right. so that your ADP comparison is awful. And survey's ADP is actually he's pretty close. I mean, in totaling them up, he's only nine picks off in total. Uh, right. If you look at it that way. And then the same with Barchi. I mean, he's only 39 picks off. So there's people who are way off. I'm, I have like 160 picks off. I like the picks that I made doesn't mean necessarily that I was always on ADP. Um, and I think Brad was in a similar spot with his ADP being a little upside down. Mikey's upside down because he took the Panthers last and that was like 125. Picks yeah. off. I don't agree that Nick's a D I don't understand where they got that from, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so I feel good. I mean, it's one where honestly, if I would love to just go to the math on this, I would like to make it not personal. In, in naming Barchi. However, I have to make it personal. <laughs> uh, I think one, because I'm pretty confident that that's not a team that's going to be, uh, you know, come back to bite me and naming it that. And the other part of that is, I, I, you know, I think the auto draft is, uh, you know, it's an admission that maybe, maybe this isn't your best skill. I think if Matt Millen did have the opportunity to auto draft, he probably would have. If in like year four <laughs> of his tenure as GM, they just you just push this and it'll do it. He'd be like, uh, all right, and they'd, and they'd probably be better. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, to the lathe and turn this wood for a bit, and then we'll pick a team. <laughs> oh, all wide receivers again? Great. Uh, before we're gonna take another break here in just a second, and then we will get to the wrap up for the show, uh, where we talk a little bit about comparing and contrasting. The draft grades. I did want to ask you though, Jock. Most of these team names make sense to me, or I understand what people are going for. What is balloons? I can touch. Oh and man, lick? you see, Mike, Mike Bear and Brad. They don't have, to, and James doesn't have to ask that question. That is a that is a classic Jerky Boys line. 
<laughs> it's actually James's favorite. Uh, maybe we could play it. Yeah. Play the, play the call. It's Rosine. It's a feminine uh, uh, male character. Right. And he calls a balloon sculpture place. And one of the questions he asked is if they have balloons that I can touch and lick. So <laughs> that's, that's, he also asks if they have lobster and can I slap and lick the lobster? So it's, it's a really good, I mean, yeah. I, I'm the, one of the biggest jerky boys fans. Mike bear is Brad is. Um, so a lot of my team names are jerk end up being jerky boy. Quotes. I love it. I love yeah. it. And I'm embarrassed that I don't remember. I know no, a lot okay. of the catalog, but I don't, that one. Is, it's not the most popular, but it's good. It's good. I like it. All right. So on that, we're going to take another quick break. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that. This is going to be our last segment here. Uh, if you stuck with us, this is a long one. Um, I think we <laughs> could probably be a little tighter, but you know what? Yeah. We're all a little starved for content right now with football. So hopefully uh, by the time this is posted, it's not too outdated. What we want to do now, though, is just take a look at the Yahoo draft grades that were assigned and compare, you know, to what do we think compared to uh, what are the, what are their grades? Um I mean, I think the way to do this maybe is to look at the polls here. So Mike Bear gets the highest grade overall with an A minus, close with run and shoot. What do you feel, how you feel about that, Jock? I think I, I, I like I like Dan's team better. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Would they just gave it to the person who picked first? I mean, he's got Robbie Anderson. That should be you shouldn't get. To, that guy sucks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean his his team's pretty solid. I mean, but. Dan's is better. I mean, I like, you know, yeah, I don't agree with that. Dan's ta- Dan, I think has the best top three picks um, of the draft. Not, not the best players, but I'm saying that combination. I really like Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Josh Allen. I, I like that combination. Yeah, so I agree. And he didn't fall off too much after that. So I, I would say generally on the high end, uh, like in this top tier, I don't, disagree with the yahoo grade um you know and and i like too that that dan is there even though he's picking 10 so you could say oh well bears there because he's got mccaffrey and he was picking one uh dan picking 10 manages to stack two running backs and then a really good quarterback and, and yeah. that somehow qualifies them i can't claim to know i do research how they assign the grades um Seems a little wonky to me, obviously, because it, it's posted me with the C minus, which seems like total bullshit. But um, <laughs> that's just how I feel about it. I think the other eyebrow raise for me, you know, coming on the heels of, you know, naming Barchi or Matt Mellon. Uh, I think this is his third consecutive year winning that award, incidentally. 
Um, and thank you for continuing to come back, James. It's awesome to have you here. It's the, <laughs> and I know, I know you can take uh, the ribbing and it's not a big deal, but uh, you know, thank you. And, and it's great to have you. Yes. Back. We called you join back that you did drop in, even though I know pro football is not necessarily your jam. Um, giving him a B grade. It's, <laughs> it seems pretty egregious. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't totally understand or agree with that. Um, and then there were some teams in here where we looked at and we felt like, you know, maybe not such a bad team and uh, slop. You know, the grades are slop. Well, I mean, looking yeah, at Barkey, other, though, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, even like Brazen's team, Nick's team, alleged human Nick Brazen. I, we covered him reasonably early, so I think it's easy to forget about him. Um, they've got him graded out the bottom, but he's lining up a pretty damn good team. I mean, it's as I look at yeah, it, no, I don't look no, at when that. You're, going, when you're that's third, the bottom tier team. Your third running back is chase Edmonds. That that's it. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Right. You know? I, I don't know. Are they figuring that Lamar Jackson is going to continue to fall off? I, I don't know. It, it, it's weird because, because he drafted the, the Broncos really high maybe, but, but other people draft. So, Yahoo. Yahoo's a little Yahoo in the head. They don't know what they're doing. I'm thinking similarly also. I also think I got <laughs> I got rung up a bit for not having a tight end at the right time. I think they were also probably disproportionately great, in my opinion. Maybe oh, because you don't have a defense, maybe. Because you, you're going to drop uh, uh, somebody and get a defense before the season, right? I mean, maybe that's it, too. You know, it's funny as I look at this, maybe my, my filter is not right. Maybe I, I miss a, a pick here because I wound up with the... Uh, Oh, Chargers yeah, defense. you're right, dude. No, it doesn't show your 16th pick. Yeah, Mark and I, in the in, uh, my, in my show okay, notes, my we, we don't have the 16th picks here. So you're right. And, I, you know, it's funny. A lot of the teams don't have their 16th pick. Oh, I just noticed is, that. Okay. Yeah, that's an error on my part, but I don't think it ends up really making all that much no, it's, difference. Yeah. And for me, I mean, the way I'm picking defenses and, you know, no one needs to that's steal, how I do steal it, my right. tactics is, right. you know, it's week one matchup and that's it. I don't really plan on having a defense for very long unless they are a great surprise they're good yeah um and then you know i the grading doesn't make sense it's fun to have it it's kind of cool that they have a write-up that explains how it works but um you know not not much there and then i I don't know that there's a ton of debate though about baskin getting the being in the cellar here with his grade um (laughs) is that oh baskin's holdout no yeah Oh, my bad. Where's Nick Brazen? What is he? What team is he? He is. Uh, oh, he's team offline. Team okay, offline. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's right. I thought he. I thought Nick was the D. Okay. Well, Nick's still not a C. He's he's a B too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Even though, though, you know, his top. If if Zeke, you know, can be Zeke, his top three picks are really good because Allen Robinson's probably the most underrated receiver in the league. And Justin Jefferson might be the best after this year. So, you know, but once you go beyond that, it gets a little sketchy. Yeah. So I guess before we wrap it up, I make a general comment. Some some initial feedback on Yahoo. I think people who like Yahoo love Yahoo. Uh, for the rest of us who've been ESPN people, it's definitely a learning curve. I would say as a guy who's traveled the world, seen some things, Yahoo's site design seems very Japanese to me. There's just like a million boxes and it's trying to tell me to Weird. bet on other shit. Uh, it's, there's, 
I'm I still getting the real hang of it, I guess. Well, now here's what I say about all. So yeah, you might know there was an election uh, for president. <laughs> now for this country, yeah. Now what happened is some people uh-huh. weren't happy with who won. All right? right, but but the good thing is democracy. Yeah. A few years, oh, well, you can right. go vote again. But now, the uh, same thing with us. Yeah. Something people aren't happy. ESPN, right. Yahoo. Well, now we don't have to wait four years. Next year, you can vote again. So sure. I and I my and I'm one of those uh uh, uh you know um w- voting for one of these non party uh, whatever weird party people because right. I voted I didn't care I picked that one because I you didn't wrote care. CBS I think you wanted us to pay my yeah I, well, right. <laughs> I and, and I'll say his that, vote away right and that's my fault now I see Yahoo is like. Uh, something you would go on MS DOS to start <laughs> back in like 1994. Yeah, it's right. it's awful. I'll yeah, never talk about EXE. it again. Yeah. I'll only talk about it this time because the right. vote won, and I'm going to support the vote that won. But I'll say this about ESPN. Yeah. In general, not just the fantasy app. ESPN's like Taylor Swift. You just hate it because it's the shit, and it's better than you can sing and dance and do stuff. That's yeah. ESPN. I'm Taylor Swift is a talent. ESPN's a talent. There's no I mean, Yeah, I would say similarly, McDonald's <laughs> is the comparison for me. Like, I know what I'm going to get. It's pretty, it. consi- pretty consistent. I, know, and, and now being in Yahoo, I don't know why they've decided to show. It. Everything is like I'm looking for the thing that I actually want, and there's a million things that they're trying to show me that I'm not that interested in. But like, like you said, the vote will come again. I voted for Yahoo. I personally, ESPN site crashes a lot. Uh there's multiple times, even recently, trying to open it this last week, where it's just spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Yahoo's better work. It's for, it probably takes like two megabytes to run it the way it looks, <laughs> you know. So I mean, it looks like. Remember when Chris Arsenal used to make like programs on the, on their computer? Like he would run on, you know, or we'd, we'd put like that's what it looks like. It looks, yeah. you know. <laughs> MS DOS uh, Yahoo Fantasy. Like you would type that, you know, and it that's would pop true. up. So, oh man. Well, we got other votes to come. Maybe another show we can talk about other proposals. Keepers has always been a thing that's been out there. We've never really had the vote yeah. to make that happen. I'm all for it. But Jock, thanks so much, man, for giving the night to, to, to talk through this. It's awesome to be able to have a reason to chat. Hopefully it's fun for you guys to listen, get this thing edited down. We'll get it posted hopefully tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, we'll, get, we'll listen for your feedback too. If there's yeah. uh, things you like, things you don't like, we're, we're all over it. But Happy to have the opportunity to play this year with you guys. It's always fun. Great way to stay in contact. Uh, I think it's Barchi. Give me no. Yeah, is it Barchi? Somebody give me a call about Dallas Goddard. Let's 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 mm. let's get some let's get some conversation. Oh, trade wins. I tell you yeah. what, we got to get Josh Choate in this league. Then you well, that's, that's it. Then he'd be he'd be calling me about Darren Fells. <laughs> I want to get you into this Darren Fells uh, situation. I just picked him up. And I noticed that you have Joe Mixon. Uh, Mark tries to offer me Josh Choate deals too. We talked about <laughs> it. So, and he, but he admitted that's what it was too. Yeah. So he was kind of being funny. I am hoping, and this is relevant to anybody in Puja Milk, that Deep Choate as a nickname catches on because I feel like it's a great nickname. It's caught on with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> You're You're in. I, I'm in. You're in. <laughs> All right, Jock. I love you, brother. Love you, man. Uh, look, this is a great kickoff to our podcasting together, and uh, we love you guys, too. We'll look forward to how week one pans out, guys. Good night, my friend. We'll talk again soon. All right, man. Peace.